What's going on Warriors? I want to talk to you guys today about how you can stay active without going to the gym. Obviously we got lockdown stuff happening again in a couple of places around the world, but also how it can help you to avoid getting sick in the first place. Let's get into our theme song. I've spent the last 10 years pushing the limits while identifying trends and patterns in my type 1 diabetes management. Follow along as I learn, apply, and share the fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle strategies that I've learned from diabetes experts around the world. The real question is, how can we live fearlessly with diabetes while maintaining stable blood sugars? This podcast is here to give you the answer. My name is Matt Vandevecht, head coach and co-founder of FTF Warrior, and welcome to Part of My Pancreas. All right, guys, so check us out. A couple days ago, my wife and I made a decision. Went out to Dick's Sporting Goods, it's a store here in California, and got me a mountain bike. Now, this bike took me a couple tries to find one that fits me. I am a large person. Uh, there weren't very many XL bikes available, so we had to go to three different shops. On our third try, this is three hours into the shopping experience, mind you, finally got one that worked. Super duper excited. The next day, took it out on the trails, had a blast with it. And there were some issues with the chain and the gears and I had to take it back into a shop, get it worked on. That was a little bit frustrating, but point here being, got outside, got a bike, stayed active, and it, it allowed my wife and I to not only get outdoors, but also to find some new hobby that we could dive into. And boy, did we dive into it <laughs> quickly. Uh, the amount of consumption of new bike products is kind of mind-blowing. Uh, it's, it's shocking how quickly our Christmas lists shifted from what do we want for Christmas to throw all the bike gear on our Christmas list to all of our family members to each other. We're talking about how we're going to buy each other like a bike rack for the car for Christmas. We already got a bike rack for the apartment. Now I'm looking for gloves because my hands get cold when we ride. You can see right there, I got some blood already from today because it got so cold, my skin cracked and started bleeding because we were out mountain biking. And so quickly we dove into this activity, one that even four days ago, wasn't part of our routine at all. Now, unfortunately, a lot of places around the world right now are talking about going back into lockdown. Now, I'm in California, and we've already re-entered kind of that first phase of lockdown. Uh, restaurants, wineries, breweries, all those places are shut down. Uh, they can do takeout only or whatever, but now they're talking about shutting gyms down and other establishments. What are we gonna do? You know, a lot of us rely on exercise to help keep our blood sugar stable, right? If you're like me, you understand that consistent exercise will help you with your diabetes management. And the more consistent you keep that exercise, the more consistent your blood sugars will respond. Now there's a number of different reasons why exercise is so incredible for you and it doesn't matter what type of exercise it is. They're all beneficial. Now, different types of exercises are more beneficial than others, right? We love weightlifting. Helps the muscles turn into sponges that suck up the glucose from your bloodstream. Helps to make you more insulin sensitive, right? Whereas running or cardio-based activity, aerobic, those are great for in the moment. They help bring your blood sugars down. They can increase insulin sensitivity, but not as powerful. Now, we're not gonna get too deep into that lesson right now. Uh, we've done that a couple times in the past, so you can go find those previous episodes on exercise and diabetes. But what I wanna chat about today is A, how you can still exercise even if you don't have the gym. And B, why that's so good for you as a diabetic, like myself, as someone who's trying not to get sick, right? So first off, how can you stay active? 
Well, prime example, what I just gave you. We went out and got me a bike. My wife already had a bike, and uh, it was my turn to grab a new bike, so we went out, got a bike. The next day, went for a bike ride. Guess what? It was fun. It helped relieve stress. It got me outside. So nice and peaceful, nice break from my work. It improved insulin sensitivity. It brought my blood sugars down quite a few points. Tons of benefits on day one. But how does it help us not get sick? Right, like Matt, uh, cool, you had a fun bike ride. What, what does that mean for sickness? Well, a couple things, and I wanna get into the meat of it. In fact, I did a quick Google search. I'm gonna share that with you in a moment, but helping you to not get sick, right? First of all, controlling your blood sugars, believe it or not, is a step in the right direction for avoiding sickness. Two, decreases your stress levels. Did you know if you're extra stressed out, that's putting stress, literally, on your immune system, on your body's functionality, on your mind, on all sorts of things. Stress, believe it or not, is at the core source of many of your problems. It could be your back pain, your neck pain, uh, lower energy levels. Stress has an effect on a lot of areas of life. But I wanted to pull this Google search up that I did to show you how easy it is to find information on the benefits of movement. And again, this is not gym workouts, okay? This is mountain biking, hiking, even going for a walk around your neighborhood. You can get creative with this, but even the basics are still gonna help. Now check this out, this quick Google search literally looked up exercise and immunity, ready? Number one, physical activity may help flush bacteria out of the lungs and airways. Number two, exercise causes change in antibodies and white blood cells. Number three, the brief rise in, bloody, in body temperature during and right after exercise may prevent bacteria from growing. Four, exercise slows down the release of stress hormones. Remember we talked about stress, right? Stress can ruin your life. Exercise helps you to avoid that. Now, of course, we also know with stress, that can have an impact on blood sugars directly. The more stressed out you are, the more cortisol your body is releasing. To stress hormone, it's gonna bring your blood sugars upwards. What happens if your blood sugars are staying sky high for long periods of time? It's gonna make more work for your body. It's gonna put you more at risk for getting sick. And of course, you know, the developing complications down the road, but we don't need to worry about that. Right now, focus on how can we get creative with staying active, getting all of those benefits, controlled blood sugar, lowered stress, less risk of getting sick, without going to the gym. Now, you might not have had a gym membership for a long time. Maybe you're one of those people who just doesn't make that a priority. Okay, a little bit different than me. Now, I haven't had access to a gym in about 10 months now. I have to look at the exact dates, but it's been a long time. This is the longest time I've gone without stepping into a gym since junior high school. That's insane. Now, with that being said, I've had to get creative. I created at-home workouts for myself and for my clients, right? Uh, I now have a mountain bike. My wife and I have gone one, two, three days in a row. Just got back from our bike ride today. Uh, we go for walks around the neighborhood. We go for hikes in the mountains on weekends. We got creative with it. And if you say, oh, it's too cold to go outside, like me, right? I'm bleeding because it was so cold outside. You can still do movement inside. You can do yoga. You can do something called animal flow. That's actually pretty difficult. I've tried it. It will help you lower your blood sugars. I can tell you that. Uh, it's a more active form of yoga. It's more strength conditioning based. You can do at-home uh, hit circuits, high-intensity interval training. There's tons of YouTube videos on that on how to work out from home, and they're all completely free. You don't even have to pay for a workout program to get these benefits. But I have a theory. And you tell me if you're one of these people, if I can't go to the gym, I use that as an excuse. 
well, the place that I go to work out's closed. I, I can't work out anymore, right? Uh, there's too much of a barrier there. That's too much of an obstacle. Oh, the, the routine part of my day of going to work out, I can't do that. So, guess I'm not doing it. No, of course not. Do you make excuses? I sure hope not, right? The gym's closed. I'm going to look for a new routine. I'm going to look for a new route that I can take to still get my exercise if it is a priority for me. Now, if you haven't worked out in 10 months because the gym's closed, then you just answered that question. That means that the gym uh, was the only place you could get the workouts in. You are allowing that to be an obstacle because it's unavailable and exercise was never truly a priority for you. You built it into your routine. Now, if you want to re-enter that world, I have a couple tips for you. Of course, there's a full episode on this, one of the previous episodes we did on re-entering exercise as someone living with type 1 diabetes. Be wary, right? The first couple of days, you're going to have a boost of insulin sensitivity. You're also probably going to be sore. So my recommendation, any workout that you pull off the internet, cut it in half on day one. Do not go for a full hour-long hit circuit. It's going to destroy you. Take it slow, okay? But right now, looking at your life, looking at things that you enjoy, understand that there are ways that you can make exercise fun. It doesn't have to be going to the gym, especially for those of you who don't like going to the gym. You can find new routes, new routines, new schedules, right? Maybe you start your day off with a walk down the street with your family or your significant other, or maybe it's by yourself like me. I like to put a podcast in my ears, listen to uh, my mentors talking or try and learn something new, and I just take off walking around the neighborhood. But find a way to include movement in your daily routine. I know that we don't have to use the word exercise, right? I used movement because movement is what we're after here. Now, exercise, workouts, going to the gym, those are faster, right? Better results. But the core concept here is move. For me, it's get outside. It helps my mindset. helps me to take a moment to enjoy my day. Enjoy God's creation. Get outside. Step on some dirt. For me, that's a lot. That helps me to de-stress, and I like it a lot. The less stressed you are, the less at risk you are for getting sick, the less uh, blood sugar spike you'll see from any stress you had in your life. If you can remain peaceful and kind of learn these new strategies for de-stressing, you'll also, over time, decrease fatigue, decrease neck back pain, decrease all sorts of stuff in your life that you just don't want to deal with, okay? So, core concept of this lesson, find something that you can do that incorporates movement. Get creative. I got a bike, that was kind of expensive. I've put it off literally for the last decade because I was like, I don't want to spend hundreds of dollars on a bike. That's, that's a lot. But ultimately, I had to take myself a step back and say, Matt, a couple hundred dollars for your happiness, for your health, come on, get over it. So I did. We went out and got a bike and it's been amazing. Now you can talk about money blocks and all that kind of stuff on a different episode maybe, but there's a lot of times that we don't want to spend money on ourselves because it feels selfish, right? We don't want to put out the investment into a bike, into a gym membership, into a program, because it feels selfish. We want to see things happen in front of us and we want to make sure we're helping other people. At least that's a block that I've had in the past. So if that's blocking you right now, I want to give you permission to step over that block, push it aside, get something nice for yourself, encourage movement in your life, and find someone to keep you accountable. For me, it's my wife. She's been on those bike rides with me every single day, three days in a row now. Now she's going to be at work the next three days in the clinic, so I'm not going to be able to have her along. It's going to be up to me to keep myself accountable to go on a bike ride, and I'm definitely going to. It's going to be a lot of fun. But think about how you can get creative to include movement 
in your daily routine improve blood sugars, decrease st stress, decrease your risk of getting sick, improve your immune system. As I, I showed you guys, that quick, quick Google search, exercise literally improves your immune system. All right, that's all I got for you today. If you are interested in learning about how exercise affects blood sugars and maintain those more stable and predictable blood sugars, and just in case you missed the announcement yesterday via email, Facebook, Instagram, I don't know how you would have missed all those things, but just in case you missed the announcement, at the beginning of lockdown, I started with this really crazy idea that I would take our existing amazing type 1 diabetic coaching program called Diabetes in Action, and I would make it even better. And how would I do that? Well, I refilmed every single lesson, I rewrote every single resource and download, I had a graphic designer come in and redesign everything to make it look incredible so it's just fun to be a part of. And on top of that, I re-looked at all of the different formula pieces. I told you this is a formula-driven approach to stabilizing and predicting type 1 diabetic blood sugars. It's what I use myself to stay 96, 97, 98% in range. I had all of this done. And at the end of that, I thought, huh, well, it's amazing. It's, it's clearly the best type 1 diabetic resource ever, ever created. But how can I make it even better? So I took a step back and I said, you know what? Not everyone learns the same, right? I have videos, I have digital downloads, I have Excel spreadsheets, I have documents, but what if, hear me out, what if I wrote a book just for the program so that everyone who comes to the program not only gets this cool book that's literally not available anywhere else, but it walks them through the entire process and a playbook, page by page by page, shows them the exact steps they need to take in order to maintain tight control over their diabetes so that their diabetes no longer controls them. In order to give them those stable and predictable blood sugars in a really cool looking book. I said, all right. So I spent the last six months putting together this incredible resource, a physical book that has been published, copyrighted, you name it, the whole thing. And it's just for my clients. But, and this is what you're looking at right If you're watching this video, this is it. This is the Diabetes in Action Playbook. And it's amazing. It's, it's wicked awesome. But, like I said, it's only for my clients. It's not available to the public. But what I did do is I took the core concepts in this book and I put them into a video training that I did release to the public. If you want to check it out, I highly encourage you to go watch it. It's pretty short, it's about 30 to 40 minutes. It is just pure gold concepts so you can get the nitty gritty and learn how I discovered the 80-20 blood sugar formula. I want you to go check that out right now at diabetesinaction.com. Grab a notepad, take some notes down, see how you can apply it to your own life, all right? So go check out diabetesinaction.com. I'll see you there. Keep up the fight.